Welcome to our time of devotion. We are delighted that you have taken a bit of your day to join us. We'd like to start as we do by listening to some beautiful piano music. The scripture passage for today, this first Monday in Advent, comes to us from Luke 20, verses 1 through 8. Hear now the word of God. One day, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple and proclaiming the good news, the chief priests and the scribes came with the elders and said to him, Tell us, by what authority are you doing these things? Who is it who gave you this authority? Jesus answered them, I will also ask you a question, and you tell me. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? They discussed it with one another, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, all the people will stone us, for they are convinced that John was a prophet. So they answered that they did not know where it came from. Then Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Open our hearts and minds, good and gracious God, so that we might hear the word you intend for each of us on this day. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. The battle of wits has begun. The Jewish authorities, including chief priests, scribes, elders, Sadducees, and the wealthy people of Jerusalem, all drew their authority from the temple. Jesus had just ridden into town on a donkey where people were worshiping him like a king. He proceeded to cleanse the temple, saying, My house shall be a house of prayer. Whose house? wonders the Jewish religious leaders. The last time they checked, this was God's house. And so they asked Jesus, as he was teaching in the temple, by what authority he was doing these things. 
now to be fair, these leaders were only doing their duty. Jesus had come into the temple, hailed by followers as a king, disrupted normal activities in the temple when he turned over the tables. He announced its destruction for the security of the people and the temple, if for no other reason, the religious authorities had a responsibility to investigate Jesus. To be sure, we are like the Monday morning quarterbacks. We know who Jesus is and how the story ends. These leaders were just having their whole world as they knew it turned upside down, one encounter at a time. Even so, they certainly seem to be most concerned about their position and power and honor than about discerning God's movement through Jesus. At any rate, their question launched a classic battle of the wits. From what I've read in the Bible, we don't ever want to verse Jesus. Well, this brought to mind for me the scene in one of my favorite movies, The Princess Bride. Princess Buttercup was kidnapped by the wily bully Vizzini. We believe that the dread pirate Roberts, who killed her one true love, Wesley, is after them to steal Buttercup for himself. Vizzini runs away and the girl with the girl, but he leaves his gifted Spaniard, Inigo Montoya, to take care of him with his sword. If he gets past the Spaniard, he will then have to get by Andre the Giant, who plays a giant called Fezzik. Well, the masked man catches up with Vizzini and the girl, and he challenges Vizzini to a battle of wits to determine who gets to keep the princess. The masked man presents Iocane powder, which is odorless, tasteless, dissolves instantly in liquid, and is among the most deadly poison known to man. He pours it into two glasses of wine and he says, the battle of wits has begun. It ends when we both drink and one of us is right and the other one is dead. Wallace Shawn does a great job in his role of Vizzini and I would encourage you to watch uh, the whole movie, but even this scene on YouTube. Part of the conversation goes like this. Vizzini says, well, it's so simple. All I have to do is divine what I know of you. Are you the sort of man who would put the poison into his own goblet or his enemies? Now a clever man would put the poison into his own goblet because he would know that only a great fool would reach for what he was given. I'm not a great fool, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. But you must have known I was not a great fool. You would have counted on it. So I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me. The masked man patiently says, you've made your decision then. Vizzini screeches, not remotely, because Iocane comes from Australia and everyone knows that Australia is entirely people with criminals and criminals are used to having people not trust them as you are not trusted by me. So I could clearly not choose the wine in front of you. You've beaten my giant, which means you are exceptionally strong. So you could have put the poison in your own goblet, trusting on your strength to save you. So I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. But you also bested my Spaniard, which means you must have studied. And in studying, you must have learned that man is mortal. So you would have put the poison as far from you as possible. So I can clearly not choose the poison in front of me. This all goes on for about three minutes. 
Vasini eventually chooses a goblet. They both drink and he becomes, begins laughing and laughing because he has tricked the masked man by switching the goblets when he wasn't looking. As he is laughing and laughing, he falls over dead. The princess remarks, and to think the poison was in your goblet all along. The masked man then lets us in on a little secret. And we learn that he would never be beaten or outwitted. Both goblets were poisoned. He'd spent the last few years building his immunity to Iocane powder. So how does this all go back to Jesus and this devotion? I bet you're begging for me to get to. Well, it seems that humankind is always trying to trip Jesus up or to somehow make Jesus into our thoughts and ideas of how things should be, rather than being open to the Holy Spirit's movement in our lives. And I wonder if we might need to hold on loosely to our position and our power and our certainty of God and God's will. Jesus is still speaking today. And we aren't going to outwit him. We just need to listen to him. Will you pray with me? Gracious God, we pray that you might continue to speak in ways that we can hear you. Help us, Lord, to be open to your voice in a very noisy world. Help us to live and act as Jesus did which is always filled with love. All this we ask in Christ's name. Amen. Hello and thanks for watching our devotions. I'm Geneviève Beauchamp and I'm here to remind you about one of our favorite events, our noontime concerts. On December 7th, you'll have the chance to hear the very talented Jenny Kim Godfrey and her husband, John Godfrey, in our sanctuary. You can purchase your ticket online, which includes a soup and salad lunch in the campus center or buy it in the office. So bring a friend and enjoy some fellowship and some great music.